It's the first day of spring, Danny. It's the first day of spring. When did the equinox start happening on the 20th? I thought it was always the 22nd. Equinox. That's a guy I haven't heard that one since I don't know when. Equinox is the word for the the start of spring. And fall. It's like when the the shift of the planet, probably, right? And then there's the solstice. You know, why do they have to make things unnecessarily complex? We need one word that means it was one season, now it's a new one. Okay? Yep. Season switch. Yep. Why do we have to get all fancy? I don't know, man. Uh, spring is cool and everything, but it just, it spells allergies for me. You know what I mean? And I... I hate allergies. It just, I have to blow my nose all oh, yeah. day. Down here in the desert of Los Angeles, uh, there's know. too much pollen in the air. I came yeah. from the Sacramento Valley, buddy. It's one of the worst places oh, for proven oh. for allergies on the planet. Damn, man. That's, uh, me? Mm-hmm. You know how hard it was in high school for me to try to get a chick interested? And we're like, hey, uh, hey, Katie. Yeah, so I was thinking after math. Achoo! Achoo! Really? I would have sneeze fits that lasted 15 minutes. My eyes would get all red. I'd have to blow my nose constantly. You think like girls would talk amongst themselves and spread these like, yeah, he's cool and everything, but he just can't stop sneezing on dance? They probably thought I had a, like a compromised immune system. Which is like, you know, at the end of the day, they are like women are attracted to health. Healthy exactly. Guys, like buff guys. It looks healthy, right? So they weren't attracted to you because of this. I think that guy, Danny, it seems like even in the summer, he's got pneumonia all the time. Now they would say you have like long COVID. You have like, you know, long. I feel like Rat Dick Ralph should, we should just tell people he has long COVID. Like, oh yeah, Rat Dick, he's got that long COVID. I think it would be the best move he could ever make. Yeah. Because having COVID and claiming that you have long, that makes you disabled. Right. And being disabled now is cool. Right. The more disabilities, the more ways in which you are a victim, the better. And Rat Dick Ralph, that would explain his IQ. Yep. If he just said he was- Oh, this is great. uh, Oh, long COVID. I just, that would explain when he gets really, really fucked up on alcohol or shrooms. Long COVID. Long COVID. His small penis? Long COVID. Short oh, this COVID. Is huge. We got to pitch this Short to him COVID. today. We do. This is big. Short COVID. Yeah, yeah. Short, wrinkly, red COVID. Yeah. Did you enjoy the show last night, by the way? We, we've been doing more stand-up. Me and Danny now are, are, are like a stand-up duo in the world, in, in Los Angeles. I believe you you did tell a group. What did you say to a group of Mexicans in the, from South Central in the front? You said something pretty gnarly. Well, I got up on stage. My feet had just hit the platform. Yeah. Like, like, walking out, this guy's like, you better kill it, dog. <laughs> and I just went, oh, yeah, do I got to kill it, dog? Yeah, it Are you going to call up your Uncle Carlos if I'm not funny up here, man? <laughs> like, dude, that was my favorite, dude. You just riffed for, like, about a minute and a half on, uh, on the Latino accent with the South Central Mexicans. Hey, shout out to the South Central Mexicans, Doug. I added one of them, so now they're going to they're gonna be at a lot of our shows, but we need those guys at every show. Do we? Is that what yeah, we need? we do. We need dude. to get heckled by a bunch of guys who probably <laughs> smuggled in a pistol. I told them. Big I start, fans, like giant fans. They were. Yeah. I'm, I'm screwing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did a riff where I was threatening to call my dad yeah, and fine. have a Cracker Jack DA in L.A. <laughs> County put him behind bars for a couple months, straighten him out. Oh, yeah. And then when they left, I you, you didn't see this, but when they left, I told the entire crowd that they need they were late for a drive-by. <laughs> well too, That's yeah. a good joke. Yeah. You guys, Dino and Austin... The show was great, uh, but we had to turn our attention to Austin and Dino. Here. There's internal strife uh, at the Leo and Danny show right now, and it's the, it's two guys that you wouldn't expect to have a strife because they're brothers. But Dino and Austin were absolutely bickering at at high intervals 
right before this podcast started. Dino, you're another guy who should probably use that long COVID excuse for all the deficiencies in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really like that for you, maybe even more than Rattic, because it's more believable for you. You know, you're just a little bit off, you know, something about you. The the soggy shoes that you've been wearing for eight months, long COVID. Yep. The, The stammer. And the long amounts of times it takes for you to string together a sentence, long COVID. The rib cage that looks almost deformed because it has so little body fat around it. Long COVID. Everything. It helps. Dino, you were in here. I guess with your long COVID clouded brain, you switched the cameras without Austin asking you to do so. Mm-hmm. And he was this close. I would call it barking <laughs> at you, but it almost escalated to screaming. It was odd, man. It was odd. It was like, uh, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, is he going to hit him? You know, it's like he had Mm. that look in his eye. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, he might strike him. If a brother strikes a brother, is that considered domestic violence? I think it's sexual abuse. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, What is, it has to be domestic violence because you're older, Austin. It would be, I mean, if you think about it this way, if like Dino was a little baby and Austin was like a five-year-old and he would just beat the crap out of him, which might've happened, who knows? That, that would be domestic violence. Yeah, domestic disturbance for sure. Their family. Oh. It's not in their domicile, but maybe technically because they rent this place, their name is on the lease. Maybe it is domestic abuse. Yeah. Austin, you were almost a domestic abuser. Hey, I'm, I'd be in a league of legends. You know what I'm saying? But if you oh domestically abuse Dino and it gets out, people are going to assume you were married. Yeah. They're not yeah, going to think brothers. I mean, I mean, it would I, be gay in a way. When I watched Johnny on Flagrant, he talked about your paperwork coming into the jail. If Austin went to jail for this, his paperwork would be bad. A uh, Nazi-looking kid like that with domestic uh, abuse? Uh, he's getting destroyed. Oh, oh shit. Little white boy, what you coming for? Oh, oh shit, the shit. domestic abuser. You a tough guy. Oh, you think you were going to show you tonight who real tough? You know fuck. You know anything about wall time? Oh, God. You're going to be doing some wall time. Dude. You know who knows about wall time is Rat Dick Ralph, dude. They like, when Rat Dick Ralph went to jail, I, I didn't know what it was. He had to explain it to me. He just, dude, well, yeah, I did wall time. And I was like, what's that? He's like, you know, wall time. I have no idea what that is. Wall time, dude. I, I'm from the suburbs, dude. My dad made people get wall time. He sure as fuck made sure I didn't have to face any myself. Rat Dick tells me, for any kind of domestic abuser or sex criminal, they just line you up on a wall with a bunch of dudes. It's just you against the wall, all of them in front, and then they just beat your ass as you ricochet back and forth like a pong ball between the line of felons and the bricks. So Rattick just got pounded on like that? He got wall time, dude. We'll talk to him about it today. He's actually very sensitive about any subject concerning correctional stuff. Yeah, he's been texting me a lot saying that uh, he just wants to know that we're not messing with him, stuff like that. I mean, we're going to mess with him, obviously. We can't help it. Yeah, Yeah, there were no plans last week to make him think those two gentlemen were cops. No, they just kind of played along with it really well, and Raddick absolutely freaked out. He was going crazy uh, after the pod, and then uh, RPP uh, hit me up and said that he has an extreme phobia of cops. Yes. Really, I bet he does. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he hates the cops. Yeah. More than any black person, Rat Dick Ralph hates the cops. Oh, yeah. More but, than any abolitionist, any <laughs> Eber Mex Kendi, radical social justice reform, uh, Rat Dick Ralph is the face of BLM in a way. 
yeah, you could say he is the face of BLM. I mean, he does not. He's the face of defund the police, BLM. He's the face of defund the police. He could be like an Antifa kind of hero, too. I could see that. That's really good for his image, actually. Hating the cops with that much of a passion. And you can see from watching last week's episode, it is authentic. That'll get you ahead. That might land him a job in the HR department of some big corporation, a cushy job. Oh, I mean, I could see it. I mean, he does, he's in a good place if he could get an ID and take care of whatever else he needs to take care of before he can actually get a job. Well, before he can kind of clear a background test. The background test is what's going to nab nab him every, every time. They're going to be like, ah, we can't, can't hire you this time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he could work at like Amazon right now, though. What do you think, Ratic? What would you do if you were Ratic? Like, what would you be your plan for real? Oh, oh. Knowing Ratic, I'd never known anybody before Ratic with a criminal record who's got no ID. A lot of his criminal background is foggy to us. We're not even sure exactly what happened. It sounds like he is blacklisted from traditional employment, though. It does seem like that, yeah. From what I've heard, which I didn't know was a thing. I thought companies were, oh, you just got out of jail, buddy. We're going to be the lily pad to get you back on your feet. Oh, there he is. I'm sure there's a program that would help him. He just doesn't want to, like, face his problems, kind of. You know, he's putting everything off. You know, and come to think of it, any sort of program that requires anything in addition to a big dab, if it's more complex than him lighting up with his torch, the dab rig, he's yeah. not going to be in. He's not going to be in. Exactly. So it kind of, I think, in fact, I have an idea for him. He should really get into the performance arts, the performing arts, like mm. what he's doing with us. Because if he can then be in character all the time as a Swedish uh, immigrant, mm. he can then be, you know, give him an off the book job, you know, as a, as a dishwasher or something. Mm-hmm. Because he's this guy's from Sweden, you know, he's just an illegal alien from Sweden mm-hmm, or wherever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he could be ice. He could be from Iceland or something or mm. Nor- Norway, mm. Norway. Raptic Ralph from Norway. Okay. Needs a little gig, an under the table gig. I like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually smell a video coming on here Ooh. because remember we did make one cigar guy. Didn't he have to eat a bunch of sardines and do some Russian stuff? Mm-hmm. Now we just make Rat Dick Ralph be a Scandinavian. Yeah. He sheds all vestiges of his prior life where he did some bad stuff and was really scared of the cops and was a huge drug addict. And he carries around a bottle of vodka <laughs> and a can of sardines, I like any it. good Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. And he just talk, talks like this, this kind of uh, unspecific accent. And it's, mm-hmm. you're not really sure what it is. It's sort of Russian, but yes, he, it's, what is this? Yes. He talks about saunas and mm-hmm. snow mm-hmm. and long, long winter nights that last 22 <laughs> hours and summers where the sun doesn't set at all and reindeers. <laughs> he just talks about that stuff. When we take him, we find him a job. I think it's a good idea. I think that, you know, just like, a lot of white people give Mexicans a chance. Mexicans give will give an immigrant white person a chance. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We got to get him out in front of Home Depot with the Mexicans. I, that, that would actually be pretty cool. The Mexicans will love him. They will. This will. It's it's really a status symbol to own your first white person. It is. It's and- like getting your first Beamer, <laughs> you know? So I think Mexicans are going to be Asians. <laughs> In Koreatown, they're going to love to have just a white security guard, funny, a dude. white clerk. Yeah. Should we take them to like a very Latino neighborhood close to where you live, maybe, and make them go door to door asking to mow their lawns? I love it. 
Oh my there God. aren't many lawns where I live, though, because they're, it's such a shitty neighborhood. They're all fucked up, yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing, There's dude. There's no lawns. There's, the lawns are cement uh, that was laid 20 years ago. The uh, weeds have long since cracked through, and there's just pit bull shit covering the entire slab. I love it, dude. That's my neighborhood lawn. Oh my That's God. what I got. You guys, Dino and Austin. Yeah, back to Dino and Austin. We heard that they are driving to Vegas for a card tournament, which on its own is disturbing, but they told us they're going with King Croc. I mean, and Swoby. Oh, God. And cameraman Aaron. Oh, God. King Croc. The last I heard from King Croc, he's, he was coming back on the Leo and Friends Patreon show, doing some episodes with Leo. Mm-hmm. Then he disappeared from that and stopped for a second time. No, scratch that. Third time answering Leo's texts. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was gone for good. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me he's reached out and reestablished contact? Yeah, nah, he was, like, in the hospital for a little bit, but he's good now. Doesn't it feel like they're taking somebody who's died to Las Vegas? It feels like they're taking a ghost on a nah, trip to a card tournament. He's, he's been cool. I hope so, man. Um, I'm worried about him. I, I, I've i missed some phone calls from him. So I've been meaning to call him, but I'm going to try to have him on Leon Friends. If you guys want to get him on Leon Friends this week, uh, we'll we'll interview him and see what, what the hell is going on, and we can vet him a little bit, make sure he's uh, he's ready to go to Vegas. You know what I mean? Like wh- wh- for me, it's like sim- It's like this, guys. If you lose your mind, got to go to a hospital for two weeks. Do you think maybe you could you should lay off alcohol and drugs for a while? Or what do you think, Danny? If you lose your f- goddamn mind, listen, Leo, you are attributing. Um, motives to his Vegas trip that aren't there. He's going there to compete in a tournament oh. and yep. try out his new Scyther the Sky Dragon okay, against exactly. the Blue Eyes White Centaur. My bad. I didn't I didn't I thought he might, you know, pick up a, a Fody on the way to the tourney. Listen, no, bro, this is a free tournament and there's tw- oh, you could win sketchier. $25,000. You this won't could though. Save King Cross you know why you won't win $25,000 because Asian kids. Yes, okay? Asian That's why you're not going to win shit. I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle. I I I'm praying for you guys. It'd be really cool if you guys got out of debt, bam, with a tournament. I mean, that'd be dope. I think think positively, but I think, you know, do it to the best of your ability. Try to get some sleep the night before at least. We'll I know you're going to be high. Walk out with like 500 bucks minimum. No, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Let's pull up some royalty-free music right now, Austin. That would sound good in the background of a card duel. I'm going to duel Austin and Yu-Gi-Oh right now. Oh my god, this is great. I'm going to prove to everybody that he's got no shot against a kid named Jin from South Korea. Oh my god, the kid Jin from South Korea. He's got a water deck which everybody knows is known for its tricky spells and its sea serpents. Here we go. It's got to be copyright free. Are there any sea serpents in, in the cards? Oh, sea serpents are plenty. Sea serpents are scary, man. If, if I was in the water and I see a serpent, a serpent, I'm done. All right, you got to officiate it, Leo. All right. Do the officiating right now. Introduce both of us and start the duel. All right, in the blue corner we have... We have Daniel Mullen hailing from Sacramento, California, six foot three, ah! 185 pounds, known for his sea serpents and dark owls. In the red corner, we have Austin Slosher. Oh, yeah. He is, um, he is a white nationalist from Nebraska. He shares German roots and is related to a lot of shady Germans, if you know what I mean. 
He's not racist, though. He's a nice kid. He has a, a black friend named King Croc who's lost his mind recently, but he's back on good graces. Um, he's known for his dark ravens and uh, turtle shells. Yes. See here Begin. now, Austin. My dark owls are going to smoke your dark ravens, and I'll prove it. Right now, I tap two mana to unleash my dark owl from the Elder Woods. Oh, wow, this is big. This is big. I place a trap card, and then I play Pussy Shadow and activate his <laughs> ability, Croc Block, raising my defense by 2,000 points. Oh, 2,000 points? Good thing I have the 3,000-point force of oh. the King Sea Serpent. Tap now. Three mana engaged. Sea Serpent King, go! Uh -huh. oh. That activates my trap card, Adderall. This gives King Croc another 4,000 defense and 5,000 IQ points. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. I'm going to have to pull out my biggest card yet. Oh, no. There's only one thing that can defeat the Pussy Shadow and send him into hiding. I unleash now the wrath of pickup artist John Anthony. John Anthony oh. Tap, go! Oh, oh that is... Yeah. Wow, well, we have to stop there because there is no rebuttal to the John Anthony uh, lifestyle card. That is a very, very powerful card. It's an entity that is not really well understood. It's it's a very rare card. So Danny did win. He won the card tournament. John Anthony sent King Croc into hiding the first time, dude. Danny did. Uh, GG. GG. They still say that? Yeah, they do. They say that verbally? Well, no, just like online. Good. Hey, okay. You know what I'm worried about is what they were saying, Danny, is that they're staying at a fan's condo. Um, oh, yeah. No. The gay guy? The gay Not prostitute? The gay guy. They we met a hit gay up, hooker on the streets of Vegas two years ago. Yeah. They were so psyched. And I think it's perfectly safe to stay with this guy. Hey, I mean, he's a fan of your content, so. Danny, what's what's wrong, dude? Are you okay? Hey, call, call a doctor. Dude, are you good? What? You want to say something? Say it. Say it. Use ship station. Use ship station. Yes, dude. Yes, guys. Use ship station. I mean, you guys know what they do. Let's be honest. But they're really some big supporter of ours, and you need to support them. All right. Also, they save you money. All right. That's my favorite thing about ShipStation. It's first of all, besides the really easy to use dashboard. But right now, guys, I mean, you know, you know, the number one reason people leave carts is because of shipping costs. If you lower your shipping costs because you get to see all of the different shipping, you know, you can you can pick. And choose which one to use. You good, buddy? Yeah, man, I just really need to get that out. These kind of uh, these uh, uh, long term ship stations going to save your business a lot of money. All right, that's number one. Now it's going to save your business life. Yeah. Now it it effortlessly integrates with. Did you hear about that? How online. Warren Buffett was teetering on the edge of financial ruin, uh -huh. and then he started using ship station, right. and then Berkshire Hathaway just right because he was effortlessly, you know, uh, <laughs> he was. Effortlessly integrating every one of the online, you know, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify. Yes. It, it was managing every one of his orders. You know, he was shipping out those, the champagne bottles. Yes. Uh, once he sells a house, he likes to ship a nice little mm. Moet Chandon. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? The Moet. The Moet. That's his thing. And, and, with, and when he was doing this long term, they, they looked at the numbers over the last, you know, it's always a long term thing. So the, the last 10 years, the shipping costs oh, out of control. God. If he had ShipStation 10 years ago, it'd be over. He's the Oracle of Omaha, dude. He knows 
what's yeah. good. And what he says is good is ShipStation. Right. Because you get 84% off of USPS and UPS rates. Think about that, guys. That's way – that's uh, over the long term, that is going to save you a ton of money. Now, yeah. keep growing your business all year long with ShipStation. Use promo code L. DS today at shipstation.com to sign up for your free 60 day trial. That's shipstation.com promo code LDS. Get a 60 day free trial at www.shipstation.com. Thanks to ShipStation for sponsoring the show. Thank you guys. We do have a we have a strong gay following. I think so. A trans know. girl's trying to get on the show right now. She messaged so, me about it. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I was interested until I, you know looked a little closer but i was like hey oh okay. yeah come on the show yeah. <laughs> you know of course you were trying to you know you're single now yeah yeah How, and you know maybe if i like i'll i'll get blown by a trans girl fuck it you a know? lot of a lot of fans i you know they've been asking me for they they love they loved your old pussy stories right like, yeah uh you know so maybe a new one soon sometime oh well maybe yeah i know you got to give it a break sometimes you got to respect uh some some people i get it and a pussy story has to it has to come up naturally. Nothing where like the premise is I get pussy, I'm a badass is gonna be funny. So I can't imagine. And then I've tried it so many times. It it's never works on stage. Also, right? just yeah, yeah, I've tried it so <laughs> yeah, many yeah, times. Also, dude, getting like dating is fucking it was so much easier to date when I was broke and anonymous. Because mm -hmm. now any sort of dating you do is just scary. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would be afraid to sex the chick. The whole time, if I had sex with a girl, which I haven't done, like if I had sex with a girl, I would be like every step of the way, I would look like the manual that they pass out to UC Berkeley freshmen on how to not sexually assault somebody. Are you consenting to this? Okay, I'm going to put my hand on the back of your neck now. We're going to start kissing. That's first base. Can I get you to sign here? Can I get you to record a consent video with me? Okay, now moving along, my hand is going to start on your shin. That would be wow. me right now in a sexual encounter. But see, that's what the, that's what the the contracts are for. You just get them to sign, and then you can do whatever you want. Oh, you mean the NDAs? Yeah, there you go. So you can rape after they get Jesus. after you get the signature of an NDA. I wasn't saying that. I was just saying you can do whatever you want. It would be a funny bit if we could, uh, if if the world allowed it. But um, I guess you could do it if you did it with a bunch of gay dudes. It'd be fine. Like if you pretend you were gay and you got them all together in the house, they signed an NDA, and as soon as you get the signed NDA, you just pull your cock out right there. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard somebody told me that NDAs don't always hold up. I can't dis I can't discuss I say it Guys, like I, I mean, I have we could, to hide. We, we could look at our president in the United States. Obviously NDAs yes. didn't hold up. Yeah. Did Stormy Daniel sign an NDA? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, she is such a I have no sympathy for that. For somebody who the only way they can make it in the world is to try to shame somebody publicly with something regarding sex. I know. Especially weird. after she probably got paid to do that. Actually, she she got promised a, a better position on his show, The Apprentice. Oh, really? Or a position on his show, The Apprentice. Oh. Well, he um is going to get arrested tomorrow? Is this, you think this is true? I don't think so. Austin, that was, it's probably not going to happen, right? He heard that it's a possibility. Yeah, he put it From in. somebody uh, he knows. Yeah, like, I'm the way I look at it is, like, I think that he probably wouldn't be, because, I mean, typically these things aren't, criminal matters with NDAs and stuff. They're usually just like lawsuits and stuff like that. 
And then New York is just letting people get away with crimes. But they're going after Trump, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did just go, like, full crazy and, like, try to throw him in jail. They're going after him, I'm pretty sure, for paying off Stormy Daniels. They gave her hush money. So she did get paid, actually. It was more than just, yeah, 130 grand to not talk about this. And she received the money and then went and spoke about this, which, what an ungrateful whore. What they're saying She's literally a whore, so I don't feel bad calling her that. They're saying it was like a campaign finance violation and that spending the $130,000 as hush money helped his campaign win presidency, and that's the reason why he gave her the money. But his argument is like, I just didn't want people to find out, like my wife, my kids, my friends, that I was like cheating. Yeah. But they're trying to say that like this was a, a a campaign finance fee that he didn't mark on the books towards his campaign, Ooh. and that's what the you crime know would solve everything right now if if Donald had like a tape of like Stormy blowing him and just leaks it on his Twitter. Oh, he had a fat cock. Yeah, he had a huge cock. Oh be. man, <laughs> he would do something like that. He would. He would. He would. Ben Shapiro was talking about it this morning. Ben Shapiro was was pretty fucking hilarious on it. He's uh, like, so uh, Donald Trump had a busy two years starting in two thousand five and two thousand six. 2005, he gets married to Melania. Whoa, boy, great. The wedding vows, the till death do us part. 2006, he starts stupping Stormy Daniels. Okay, <laughs> so clearly he's taking his relationship very seriously. And then here we go. In June 2006, another pornographic actress. I think her name is Wendy Clear. Yeah, right here. He starts having sex with her, too. Like, wow. He, just a faithful guy, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. It's pretty classic, though. For he just gets married and he fucks two porn stars the next <laughs> year. I like that we guys, know of. I'm yeah, sure there were a ton more. There were a ton more, dude. A ton more. <laughs> there, I mean, come on. I think, like... I think they they just had like crazy prostitutes like in the White House maybe even at some point. Donald, you think? yeah, dude, probably like at least yeah. one time. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hey, hey, you want to? Yeah, wait. What's a what's a porn story? Lisa, Lisa Ann, you want to come by? You want to give me oral underneath the the Oval Office desk? <laughs> I'd love to see you in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. T- yeah, we could take a picture together in front of the Abraham Lincoln portrait. Yeah, I would love that. And then I could maybe pull my willy out and put it in your mouth for a silly one we don't share with anybody else. <laughs> you kind of sound like fucking Batman a little bit. You're like <laughs> Donald Trump is Batman. That's a concept right there. It dude. is a concept. Donald dude. Trump is As Batman. Batman is wow. That's funny. Wow, dude. That could be a cartoon, dude. Incredible. We thought about doing Timmy the Trump or the cartoon as well, where it's this little Trump supporter who <laughs> goes around and says shit. Looks like Nico. It looks like Nico with a little Trump hat on, yeah. So you guys be careful in Las Vegas. I don't know what's going to happen. It is crazy. Why does King Croc talk to you, but not Leo? It's weird, well, right? He just didn't have access to his phone for a little while. So how do you get in contact with him? He has his phone now. Like, he got a different phone, I think, at this point. So now his phone, like, works. Why doesn't he talk to me or Leo? You could probably hit him up. Like, I couldn't get a hold of I, him uh, for a while, too. And then I got a hold of him, and he was like, yeah, man, I was just in the hospital for a little bit. Let's text him right now and see if uh, anything happens. What if they communicated with each other? Uh, like Boo Radley communicates with the kids and to kill a mockingbird. He was leaving <laughs> notes in the knothole of a tree. What if I wait? Who who communicates like that? Well, King Crocs, Boo Radley. Oh, that'd be hilarious. We have to we have to like when we need him for like a bit or something. We got to go leave a note in, in like a, a tree. That's hilarious. And it's outside of his shelter. I fucking love that. It sounds like a great video idea too. Maybe we'll combine the two videos. That's Rat Dick Ralph becomes Swedish and tries to get a job. King Croc is Boo Radley. 
That's really, I, I like this idea. It's a lot for the fans to handle. You're texting him right now? Yeah, I'm going to text him right now. Just just give him a see. call. Let's give him a call right now on the pod. That'd be perfect. Yeah, let me just, find, I, I forget to save his number like an idiot, but here it is. You know who hit me up? My old sugar daddy from San Francisco, too. Dude. We got to get him on the pod. That'd be dope. At the very least, we got to get a call. So what would you have to do for this money? Not much, right? We'll talk about it. Mm. Once this call, either. I don't know. Let's see. Who, who thinks we're going to get an answer? I'm optimistic, You're Leo. Optimistic. I am, too. I am, too. The third one, he he might be sleeping right now. He might be playing hard to get to. He might think, shit, it might be a bitch. I don't want to pick up too quick. Let her think I'm desperate. Mm, yeah, no. Nah. Oh shit. Yeah, credit card collection agency. Croc. Yo, Silvio. Oh, oh shit. Croc, you're on the Leo and Danny show. Oh damn! Yeah, we just wanted Big to say time. hello. We were just talking about you because Angel at, and the well, not Angel and the Grog, oh, the Archangel Austin and Dino. You guys are going out to Vegas together, dude. Yeah, dude, we're gonna make a bunch of cash money. All right, all right. I don't want you drinking or smoking out there, though, buddy. All right, none of that shit. All right. Let's try. Austin is lighting up a pipe <laughs> as we speak. I know, man. It's gonna be tough for these kids to stay soby up there, but. You know, we just because, you know, you spent some time, you know, with some mental health stuff. So I don't know if alcohol in Vegas and the lights and the and the, you know, the party. atmosphere. you don't think that's that healthy right now? You know what I mean? Well, I've been drinking oh. pretty much daily. Damn it. Uh, and I'm still fine. Here, talk so. to talk to Danny. It's been a while for you guys are here. <laughs> well, King Croc, it's good to hear from you, man. I thought you were gone, dude. You're back, though, no, dude. I'm back, bro. I got out of the hospital a couple weeks ago. Damn, man. And uh, I've been good ever since, man. Just feeling a little, little, uh, a wee bit depressed, trying to get back on my feet, but. Hey, man. Mostly back, dude. I can relate, buddy. Damn, man. I want you to, yeah, you're working out still? Yeah, dude, I fucking, I'm kind of getting ripped off. I spent like a hundred bucks on a gym membership. Yeah, and you've been in the so hospital. I'm, like hitting, I'm, I'm in that every day. It's not Equinox, is it? What'd you say? It's not Equinox, is it? No, it's not Equinox. It's a gold gym. Okay, it's still a little high end. What? That's a hundred bucks, Jesus. A planet, a, too high, yeah. a planet Fitness probably would have sufficed, but there aren't hot enough bitches in Planet Fitness, are there, Croc? Not in uh They're pretty ugly. Mind level. Yeah, Planet Fitness girls are fucking whack, dude. So I actually support this move, King Croc. What about cutting out the vodka, though? Yeah. That can be done, dude. I'm honestly I'm harder on the cigarettes than I am on alcohol. Like cigarettes are like they become a necessity. Sure. They become like a daily. I don't love it, Leo, but I mean, we all know the stereotypical guy in AA with trembly hands and a lit cigarette. At least he's sober. And he looks I mean, you could look cool with a cigarette, right? I mean, you can look real, real cool. Yeah. You can't look great with a big bloated head and a bloated belly from all the vodka you're taking down. No. And the and the yeah. tinge of the, the yellow tinged yeah, dude, eyes from the liver, too, mm, yeah. the, the liver failing, the jaundice from the yeah. King Croc, let's get down to brass tacks. What is your strategy for the tournament? What kind of deck do you have uh, put together here? So I have a white deck. I'm I'm going mm. full alt right at mm. this tournament, mm. and I am going to dominate because apparently the 
most meta decks, which in nerd terms is like the most popular kind of like what is most optimal to win is going to be red from what I hear from Austin. Yeah. So those are going to be populated. I've got some counters to that. Wow. Smart. I don't have to place that high, bro. Like for me, the championship amount, like the, the, the finisher payments, like, Dude, I'm I'm down for the lowest amount, bro. King Croc, see, this is symptomatic of everything that's going wrong in your life. I don't like that you are setting your sights on the absolute bottom of the play, the paid placements. Yes, we want you to be thinking first place or bust. Oh yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah, I just haven't had that much time to practice, but I would believe in myself. I think I can do it. I think I can. King Croc, what you should do is you should melve in some of the Asian kids. You got to get in their head before the tournament even starts. What do you think about that? What if you go in there? Remember the King Croc that was in Louisiana staring down Mr. Woodruff? What if you busted out that Croc and you went up to one of the Korean kids and you just shook him down? One of the little red deck toting (laughs) nerdy fucks. Show the videos of you saying you wanted to kill us or something. Ah, How about that? You bastard. Yeah, King uh, Leo saying that you should channel the King Croc that threatened to kill Leo. <laughs> oh. You hurt me, man. <laughs> Come on, Leo. No hard feelings, right? All right. No hard feelings. Of course not. It's funny, man. I already had you on Leo and Friends. You, I'm just giving you a hard time. King Croc, what are your rares? Okay, so now we're getting a little too. No, not a little too technical. I want to know your rares. <laughs> I want to help build a strategy with you. I just smoked Austin in a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. You would have loved it. You know what the card? The winning card. Tell him about the winning card. No, we don't need to talk about that. (laughs) We don't need to scare him off. He's just coming back into our lives. It's true. It's true. Yeah, dude. One of them's called Namengard. Oh, that's a good one. It's Dude, yeah. It it sounds good. It is good. It's Mm -hmm. a fucking gigantic elephant. And the second he dies, you plus in like two different ways. You get three cards. You get three cores. Yeah. So like you're you're pretty up there. So I, I put him on the field. I have some Pegasuses up, some Pegasi yeah, up as well. Nice. And uh dude, pretty soon my my wall is impenetrable. Uh-huh. And if they ever take it down, I just plus up, plus up, and then I choke them out like a cobra. Because that's really what I'm about, bro. Like even in life in general, it's like I, I let people think I'm down. And then I just, you know what I'm saying? You know, King Croc, your Namengard, is that the name of it? Yes, it's, an, it's an elephant. My ex, Mia, she was just over in Thailand, and she went to a couple elephant sanctuaries, and the elephants were abused, and they were pretty much treated as slaves, and I guess it was completely heartbreaking. Does it hurt you to watch your Namengard be slain on the field of battle? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, it does kind of affect me, bro. Especially seeing as we had similar paths. Yeah. Elephants, you know, that, that's just. <laughs> is that a slave choke? <laughs> hey! Call him back. His phone died? <laughs> Damn, he sounds good. He yeah, sounds dude, completely normal. I don't get it. Yeah, his, his phone's off. The last. Damn, the last I heard was uh, he completely disappeared again. I guess he just goes into the hospital. Dude, uh, in person, Croc has never uh, seemed um, 
mentally unstable to me. It's only like these online kind of things that happen uh, from time to time when he's bipolar. I guess he's, he says he's bipolar. Damn. I don't know. Says he's bipolar. Damn, I could see it. He's getting cock blocked by the psych ward. Other than that, he's totally normal, man. I just think the most, like the, the stupidest things I've done uh, have always been when I'm drunk, like throwing water balloons out the window of my, you know, apartment and shit and, uh, or like at security. I don't know. But like, it, that's the most mind-altering drug in a way, don't you think? Like so dangerous, man. Yeah. Sweet Johnny, our buddy Sweet Johnny, sober, big bunches man. only, yeah. is sober. The reason he had to get sober, did you get the story from him? I didn't get the story. No. I got the story from him. Dope. Big bunches only was blacked out over by USC. His stomping grounds, his hunting grounds. Mm-hmm. That's where he finds the best eucalyptus. True. He went into a campus donut hangout, totally blacked out, just demanding food. Threatening to fight people, etc. A, a guy in an apron comes out, like, "What's the meaning of this? You better pipe down." Dusts off his apron, all the donut dough goes flying. Sweet Johnny's, like, "You want a piece of me, my boy? Get over here, dog!" And just starts swinging on the guy. Uh, Gets in a fight. A big fat dishwasher comes out. The pimply kid man in the fryer. They all, as a group, restrain Sweet Johnny and hold him until the cops come. And then, when the cops try to cuff Sweet Johnny. He resists against the cops. Uh, so now he's got an assault and battery against a donut worker and also a resisting arrest charge. He's looking at some serious time, but to L.A. County's credit, they offer him a drug and alcohol rehabilitation program, which he takes. He's now living at a halfway house. He looks dapper dude, right he now. He looks but the best he's ever looked. He always dresses up nice. He though, does always so. dress up nice, but his, his looks healthier, right? He does. A lot healthier. Yeah. He has that confidence, that the confidence that comes from momentum that one builds up in their life when they're moving in the right direction. That's cr- yeah, man, that that's actually a beautiful way to put it. He does have that kind of, it's a, I don't like using this word too much, but it, it is a vibe that you get when, you, when you're around him mm-hmm. right now, which does, yeah. Pride. Yeah, yeah pride. It's, there we go. But not yeah. in the biblical deadly sin sense. Right. He's got, it, confidence is the better word. Yeah. He can hold his head up high and know that he's not a mere hours away from polishing off a bottle of Captain Morgan mm-hmm. and punching a fast food worker in the stomach. There, there it is, man. He, uh, he is 63 days sober, which is great. Yes. And, um, yeah, and, I wanna tr- and, and he came to the comedy show last night, which is a very avid, everybody's kind of joyful and drinking shots left and right. I mean, I think I had a couple at least. Uh, he didn't seem to be tempted at all, which is really nice to see. No? It was great, man. Good old sweet Johnny. There was an interesting thing last night. So we had a show on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We drove out to a, uh, a toy store. In Lancaster, California. In Lancaster. Yeah. Yeah. We get there, and all signs point to this is going to be a complete fucking disaster. Mm. However, the crowd was so grateful that we came out and put on a show that it was the best audience I've ever experienced in stand Yeah, Danny had a, a, a pods break for... Some laughter, which is pretty cool, you know? Yeah, an applause break, dude. A little applause, applause break. You make dude. it sound like, oh, yeah, the audience laughed once. That's what, how you made it sound <laughs> did right not there. not make it sound like that. Hey, man, come out and see us, bro. I mean, we're, uh, we're kind of slaying it <sighs> on stage. We're kind of getting big laughs. You know what I mean? So if you want to see, you know, we might get standing O's at some of the uh, some of these <laughs> at the end. You know what I'm saying? What all I'm saying is come out and see us live. It's really fun. We like meeting you guys too. But uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. We're gonna start, I think, definitely doing it in 
other states and other cities outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, we got to start cutting the weekend shows. I just mm-hmm. knew uh, we weren't going to be filming this weekend, but I hopefully keep it all confined to the weekdays. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be out on the road again soon, mm-hmm. batching up some more videos. But it was interesting that on Saturday night, the crowd was so supportive and so great that anything I felt like that I tried was going to work. And it gave me immense confidence and energy to keep leaning into bits and really committing to them. But then last night, Sunday night, rainy night, half-filled venue, not too many people there. And it just, it seemed like when I was a kid in my drum set, the way to muffle the kick drum so that it didn't overpower the rest of the drums and cymbals is you put a pillow in there and it muffles it. Okay. It felt like the audience all had pillows in their mouths. Just the <laughs>, laughs were hard to come by and the material wasn't working as well. That was interesting. And the person who I thought did the best with it was fucking Ruman, dude. Mm. Ruman went up there last night. Good old Ruman, the ex-sunfish. Mm-hmm. And he acknowledged like, hey, the crowd is not really digging anybody's material. Mm. I'm just going to do pure crowd work and just call these guys pieces of shit. Yeah, that's nice. And that was his full set, and it went really well. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, we've uh, done enough shows where... We like it. We, when it's a little lighter like that, It's a, you know that you're going to grow in a different way. It's a different experience on stage, and it can be fun, and you can uh, yeah, you can really riff with the crowd and make it personal, and, and there's some, some magic ensues. Yeah, it's weird, man. It just, it's so weird to me because in performing in front of a crowd is completely new, and it's insane how much comedy, stand-up comedy, is a dialogue. Like, when you and I go film in public, it is, it's a monologue. Like, yeah, we're interacting with another person, but almost 100% of the time, they don't think it's funny, they don't like us, and we're doing comedy to silence. Mm-hmm. But in stand-up comedy, what the audience gives you back influences what you're doing. Like, there were a couple times last night with a really dampened crowd where I was like, oh, usually at this part of the act, I do something really physical, I do this act out. There's another joke that's a little bit hit or miss. It's a little bit risky. I'm not even going to fucking try it Mm. with the low amount of energy they're putting out right now. Where's the crowd at the shitty toy store in Lancaster with a bunch of Taco Bell drive-through workers and truck drivers (laughs) who were so fucking grateful (laughs) to see real people other than their meth dealer cousin. (laughs) Like they were just dying (laughs) laughing and applauding. And it just like, you could just go so out on a limb comedically. Uh And that just reminded me that it's pure fucking dialogue. Stand-up comedy. It's an energy exchange. You know, that's really what it is. And which is yeah, that's why I think performing in in cities where these kids are, or you know, I call them kids, but they're getting older and older. Our fan base, to be honest, and um, much to your chagrin. True, I know you like the young boys, Leandro. I do. It's unfortunate, but now I feel like yeah, when we go out to places where they 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 don't have a chance to see us too often, it's going to be fucking really fun to perform in front of those crowds, man. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I felt like the way to explain the Lancaster show is it felt like doing stand up at the haha comedy club was like running in a weight fest and that sometimes the laughs are hard to come by and i just took it off last night plus i got a good stretch and sauna session in beforehand maybe i had a little pre-workout yeah and just the laughs were just sustained and loud and it was fucking great man it's a lot of fun man it's a lot it's addicting right yeah it was nice yeah it's uh it's an opportunity if you guys don't know what to kind of compare to something it's like if you ever played a sport and you're in a moment where the only you you're you're kind of singularly thinking about one thing that you have to do, 
That's kind of how stand-up is. You're in a, like a flow. You're in the state of flow. And that is something you then you then you chase throughout your day in life because you're like, it's that's the one moment where you feel free. So now, you know. Leo has moments like that too when he's oh, sending yeah. a 16-year-old, excuse me, Stop an 18-year-old girl a picture of his penis. Oh my that's God. his flow state too. You. I don't know why I said 16. That's why did you say 16? Well, you know, maybe you were in Nevada. Ah, uh, dude, this guy, we, there was a really funny joke this comedian made the other night about how uh, yeah, people nowadays, like, watch this. Have you seen the movie Big, Dino? See, you haven't. Have you seen the movie Big? People, it's it was a gigantic movie. Tom Hanks plays a, a kid, right, that asks Zoltar, like, for, to grow up. So then he becomes, it's a, it's a child playing Tom Hanks as a young 10-year-old. So he becomes an adult. So then he starts working for a toy company, and then he fucks a chick. Oh, nice. Yeah, so there's a there's Good a 10-year-old, or it's like a 12-year-old is fucking a chick. So Ooh. he made that joke, and then he was like, and she and then uh, the guy was like, yeah, can you, so the girl that comes over to his place, he, has a, he had a ball pit and like a, a trampoline in his house. He's like, the guy's clearly a pedophile, right? <laughs> so that was the joke, but nobody, he goes, yeah, I barely can do it because nobody's seen that movie. And I was like, damn, dude, but... I thought it was a hilarious joke. And people have seen Big, the making Tom Hanks definitely is is a pedophile in that movie, uh-huh. which is hilarious. But yeah, the movie it came out in the mid eighties, early nineties. I think early nineties. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a little dated. It's a dated, it's definitely dated now. Yeah, just to wrap up the comedy show subject, what mm-hmm. I'm liking about it is it's giving me so much more confidence for going and doing our videos. Oh yeah. Which the YouTube videos are the fucking main thing. Mm-hmm. But it's so nice to know, like, okay, this technique whether it's physical comedy or spoken comedy and something in a cadence that produces laughter in front of a live audience. I know that's funny. I'm going to keep moving in that direction when we're out in public shooting our main channel videos. Love it. Really, really valuable because again, in the main channel videos, the only feedback mechanism we get usually is just me watching back the edit and subjectively thinking that was funny. I liked that. I did that in this video. I'm going to leave that in. It's my subjective analysis of what's funny has guided my comedic sensibilities. Mm -hmm. So it's so great now to get in front of an audience. And I feel like it's only going to make our videos so much better, which is the priority. We're doing stand up for free. We're just doing it for experience. Exactly. We did get paid for that Lancaster show. Paid in pussy, baby. (laughs) You do get paid in some pussy. We we didn't. They. We could have gotten some free toys. We did incorporate. I incorporated a lot of toys into my act. He brought a nunchucks on stage. Yeah, yeah I, I came out with nunchucks, and I was <laughs> I was playing with some shitty little figurine and the Hulk, dude. <laughs> he did. He offered the nunchucks to you. Oh, I didn't take them. Yeah. Those were a good souvenir, man. That's a great souvenir. It's a fucking good show. Well, it, I'm excited for the future, man. It's going to be more stand-up and more vids, dude. Leo, is it true that you wore scrubs today because you just <laughs> got done? Helping a homeless woman with an abortion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys, uh, I like to keep my philanthropy private. Mm. I, uh, Is that philanthropy? I, what do you give a yeah. homeless woman an abortion? Yeah, because it's pro bono, buddy. I ain't getting paid mm. for it. Pro bono. Uh, yeah. I, I took enough That was classes. nine months ago, you, the pro bono, though. <laughs> I, uh, a late abortion, by yeah, the way, too. Shame is, on you. you know, yeah, it was very late. But yeah, the thing is, um, you know, I like to do it because it's a way to give back to the community. Yeah. And um, at the same time, it's it's a very, it's a crazy <laughs> experience. It's a crazy experience. So you drive around downtown. You have a van. Mm-hmm. I assume it's an older model. 
Unmarked. Got an assistant, too. Not yeah. sterile. Okay. Unmarked, got an assistant. Uh, yeah, it's it's not sterile. So you're like a magician. You're an assistant. Is, I like the yeah. way you put that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. You could bill yourself as the, the bum abortionist magician. Mm-hmm. You could do a card trick right before you put the vacuum in. Mm-hmm. You just troll downtown looking for pregnant bums yeah. to get rid of the baby for. Correct. And with the, the scrubs is a kind of a way to put them at ease immediately because mm-hmm. you'd be shocked how little these people want you to get near the vaginas with the vacuum mm-hmm. when you're wearing street clothes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like one time I was wearing just like a Supreme shirt. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like- A yeah. counterfeit Supreme shirt. Yeah, of course. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. But like everybody was like- Hey man, I ain't gonna let you get up in the hair with. Hey man, <laughs> with wait, were the, was, with it, the was it the bum significant other that was saying that? Uh, yeah, man. Or sometimes was it a female the, bum with the, a very the, husky voice. Sometimes the man that uh, impregnates the woman is is there, and he does speak for her often because she's in a lot of pain. You know what I mean? You no, know, God bless that man for staying with her throughout the whole pregnancy. Because yeah. I got to imagine that's rare in the bum world. You know, you'd be you'd be surprised. They're really supportive out there. They're very monogamous out yeah, there. They, they're, they're, yeah, they're monogamous. You know, they got to stick together, man. Yeah, you got to take those shifts when you're sleeping. You know, because uh, you know you want to protect the other person from getting stabbed. Yeah. So you know, three hours on for you know three hours on. Hey, honey, gotta wake up. It's my turn to sleep. Yeah, that's huh? nice. Yeah. That's how it used to work on ships in the 1800s. Right. Somebody keeps watch. It's just we're bas- we're all just humans trying to survive in this world, Danny. You know. So you roll up mm-hmm. latex gloves, or do you raw dog it? I raw dog it because there's not that much there's not that much data or science behind like sure. washing your hands. I think sure, I think it's sure. just like whatever. You know sure. What I mean? So you saw the research on the masks during COVID. Yeah. You saw they didn't do much, and you were like, "Hey, everything science has said for the last 150 years out the fucking window." Bullshit. You know what I mean? I, who cares that like Germ babies used to die all the time, and then yeah. doctors started washing their hands, and all yeah. of a sudden they, the survival rate went up. But yeah, fuck, fuck that. It. So you are basically back to in terms of your medicine, Civil War era. Correct. Just give the bitch a tug of gin. Oh yeah, there's alcohol. It's you. It's uh, we don't use gin because it's not really preferred in the in the homeless community, yeah, especially what do they like? in the. They like vodka. Oh, they okay. like vodka. They like vodka and tequila. To yeah, pretty yeah. normal, clear you liquors. Know? Yeah, yeah, clear sure, liquors. Sure, sure. Um, they just. They digest better, and if you're going to, you know, they use them, they're drinking the whole pregnancy. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the acid reflux from, sure, you know, uh, sure. whiskeys or sure. stuff like that, or the beer, you know, beer belly. Yeah. Not that they care about the beer belly, but the beer kind of gives you some acid reflux. The, the beer belly, is the beer belly, does it exist on top of their belly, their baby belly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You know, some fat mm-hmm. women, it's tough to even tell they're pregnant. Yeah. So the, you go out there, and I imagine since they've been drinking the entire pregnancy, it takes yeah. a hell of a lot of whiskey or, or excuse me, a hell of a lot of vodka or tequila to knock them on their ass. Yeah, that's usually that's usually what we spend our time uh, kind of doing most of the time is just drinking, drinking okay. until they're ready to go. And then do you so. do anything unprofessional in the interim uh, after the drinking starts but before the abortion? I mean, sure, man. You know, we're, uh, we, we usually have a couple... We have a couple of songs going, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, yeah, we have a, we have a, <laughs> yeah, a couple songs. We got, a, we got a couple of songs, you know, we got the beat the pussy up is one of them. We got the beat the pussy up. Okay. Up, Does that foreshadow up. anything? Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like a tongue in cheek kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's, I, I kind of give it the vibe of like an ice cream van. Oh, you know what wow, I mean? It's yeah. the same sort of like, Hey, I yeah. got a speaker, yeah. you know, I got a speaker that has a little tune, you know, a little tune. I, I don't know if you know this doctor, it's physically mm. impossible to get somebody pregnant while they're already pregnant. What I'm asking is if you take advantage of that window oh yeah i mean everybody likes to have sex with a pregnant woman they're glowing they're glowing it's kind of it's like a it's a very almost uh i I would call it like a caveman kind of one of those instincts where you want to take over the pregnancy because you want to protect the woman that's pregnant instincts are telling you to just protect you know so i'm yeah i I insert my penis in there and yeah it's fun you see yourself as a guardian 
Yeah. You know, and it's interesting. A lot of men, sometimes, they are upset that they can never partake in the miracle that is childbirth. Right. You still can't, but you're pretty damn close when you're having sex with a woman who's nine months pregnant. Yeah, man. A, a couple times as, uh, you know, I was uh, ejaculating as the water was breaking, oh, which nice. that I, I don't timing. it's it's yeah, absolutely. I want to give it a name, Danny. But yeah, I think you would do better with this for some reason. I do love what you name things. So what do you think we should name that sex move? Because it is marvelous. And I encourage each and every one of you to try to time it out because, wow. Um, it should be called the um, uh, the fucking the, the water and dairy washing machine. Oh my god! Uh, all right, uh, that's my first. Pretty straightforward. Because it's like you know the milk and then the water. They're meeting in the middle. I like that. I like that. Maybe uh, the crash kind of makes me okay. I'm thinking tsunami. I see tsunami in there, and then now what would be the sperm? with the tsunami how about uh to quote our good friend goat versus fish how about cow versus fish dude because it's the fucking it's the water versus the milk dude and they're right in the middle hey the cow versus fish fucking like cock it. meat baby water meat milk dude you gotta do that sex move the cow versus fish man dude the cow versus the cow versus fish, fish. <laughs> the cow v fish the cow the v cow fish. fish dude the cow fish the cow oh, fish it's the cow fish i met a girl down there on that skid row bro <laughs> this bitch was about to burst and i thought i'm gonna get mine before the baby come out and I get it. I gave that bitch the cowfish, man. <laughs> it was an act of God that hey, time, man. man. I felt the water breaking there right as I was getting my oh, nuts. Oh, man, you got that legendary cowfish? I, I only heard of that cowfish, shit. I only heard of that shit. How'd you, how'd you time it out so oh, well, motherfucker? motherfucker. How'd you time yeah, it out, I, man? Motherfucker, I'm like Richard Pryor with my timing, motherfucker. Damn, man. How, what's the window you got? What, oh, how much window for the fish, man? My, man, that, the, the window for the fish, the yeah. fucking water, man. Yeah, how, my, how, what's the window? My dick so long, I'm <laughs> I'd have ruptured that shit on my own. <laughs> I didn't need no time. I just put my cock in there oh, until the shit, damn man. damn broke. Oh shit, man! I want to. Hey, I want to break some dams, man. I want to get some cow versus fishes, man. Do we have? I've heard we have the biggest pimp on Skid Row coming tonight. Yeah, from the Skid Row video. But, you know, it's like, Danny, I'm dealing with a pimp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, anything could happen. Sure. Uh, he did call me right now, though. Yeah, let's, um, give, let's give him a call. Let's, let's give him a call. I just, I feel like if we're going to keep doing the voices of the native, native Skid Rowers, we need to have a representative of Chauncey, Skid Row. Chauncey, what's up? What's going on, homie? Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, you, did you find the parking lot? Yeah, the, uh, I don't know. It's across, across from Metro. Ah, uh, Think so. Let me let me go outside and, and see if you're around. Is it's just are like you a upstairs or downstairs? Is it's upstairs. Upstairs, yes. Yeah, or upstairs. You want to grab me, Leo? Yeah, I got I'm this. Here. I'll hold it down. All right, here. I'll go out. I'm gonna go outside and find you. So Leo has quite expertly recruited the man from the day drinking on Skid Row video that we kicked off the year with. The biggest pimp on Skid Row. The guy who leaves his car idling in the middle of the street, gets out and starts partying with us. Can we pull him up on screen right now, Austin? I Day drinking on Skid Row, Danny Mullen. I have a pimp costume in the closet. Well, let's get that after we get the video. I'm going to see how many spelling errors you managed to make right here. Austin typing stuff in. It looks okay. It all worked out. And then we're just going to scrub until we see our man getting out the car. Almost, almost. Where is it? Lost track. Back, 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 back your way too far. Keep going back. Left, 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 left. Bam. They're right there. Bam. There's the biggest pimp on Skid Row. Oh, yeah. I had a campfire, and it was really disturbing because there was a lot of women there and children. Hey, baby. There he is. Right there. Pause it. Pause it. Oh, what's up, man? 
Look who we got up on the big screen. Chauncey. Chauncey, what's up, dude? Look who we got you right there. Oh, yeah. I got it up right now. Oh, Chauncey, what's up, man? You want to grab a seat right there? Talk on that mic. Ah. That right, right over there. There we go. There. So you just you just can scoot over to that side. <laughs> you gotta come to the mic. I'm sorry. Ah. We don't have mobile microphones yet. We'll get there. Yeah, and then you maybe want to... So right now, you're about two feet away from the microphone. See where I am, Chauncey? You want to be here. Uh, you want to be here. Okay. You want to be on that. Well, I'm on it like this. Yeah. All right. You got a lot of swagger, Chauncey. When you come like, in. hey, bro, DMC or somebody, goddammit. It's like, you don't want to come in here and be in like me, just this awkward, scrunched-over white guy, like, hey, everybody, we're, we're doing a radio broadcast. I'm talking into my microphone. You want the microphone and the audience just to come to you. Right, right. Come on. Come on to me. Come on to Baba. Chauncey, does that kind of strategy work with the bitches, too? Yeah. Let the bitches come to you. Got to. When it comes to you, it's a better chance there's going to be some longevity involved. In wow. Thing. When you go grab them, you got to convince them. It's like some bullshit going on. So know? that's short term. When you go out chasing chicks, you might trick them into having sex with you one night. Right. But long term, they're not going to be in the picture. Right, right. No picture. No, no long term. No, no, no long term hoes when you got to chase them. So, this might actually be relevant to me because, Chauncey, I'm newly single. Right, right. So, I got to keep this stuff in mind. What right. advice do you have for a young guy like me who's back on the open market? Well, first of all, you got you got you got you got you got to pick a spot pick a pick a reputable spot okay Ooh, I that, like that. That, oh, wow. that that uh that successful cool motherfuckers hang out at I love that mm. what's you know your what spot I mean not to give it away but like what was your spot back in the day or something oh studio 54 hell yeah Where's New that? York New York. Damn, you're from New York? Born and raised. My dad is from Astoria, Queens. Well, Southside Jamaica, Astoria, Queens, actually. Yeah, I know where that's at. Damn. Yeah. He, you guys might have known each other. Probably, probably. What if, they're, <laughs> what if they fucked the same bitch, Leo? Maybe oh, they yeah, banged a couple of the same yeah, chicks. Studio sad. 54, was, my dad. Life. That's, that's life. That's Damn, life. so you telling me you would dress up in the disco gear when you would disco it up? Hell yeah. Damn. Damn that's some true pimp shit, man. Hell I like how yeah. you know what he was talking about. I of course. Didn't, I, I didn't know what that spot was. Studio 54 <laughs> was like the biggest oh, 54. club. Oh, yeah. Okay, Studio 54. 54. Yeah, yeah. 54. You know Studio 54. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple of them. There's a couple yeah. of them. So, uh -huh. out here in L.A., what neighborhood, from what you've seen, has the best chicks? Mm. Santa Monica. Hell he yeah, dude. That Santa Monica. He's Santa right, man, because you get you get the tourist Latinas, you know, because okay. I think L.A. needs some more Latinas. What do you think about that, Johnson? Uh, they got enough. They yeah. got enough? What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> They got dude, have you they're, seen? They're beautiful woman. They, they, there's enough of them there, though. Have man. you seen You're the right. demographics of Los Angeles, dude? It's fifty percent Mexican. What are you talking <laughs> about? There I aren't want, enough Latinas. I want South Americans. That's what I meant. But I do like the Santa Mexican Monica. girls. You know Let me tell you why Santa Monica. Because right. Santa Monica is where I first came to L.A. My brother has a, an art gallery. I think it's still there on uh, right by the pier. Oh hell right, yeah! Right, right on the walk. Wow. We're like the, well, like the first store starts, and then it goes all the way down to Venice. Okay. You know, the stores start there, right, 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 thing. Mm -hmm. and, go, and uh, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every time I walked outside, I was like, oh, my fucking God. What the fuck? I mean, mm. all wow. beautiful, different colors, different shades. It's just everything, just beautiful. What is your type, Chauncey, would you say? I don't discriminate. I love, <laughs> I have 
My oldest kids, their mother was white, you know, oh, wow. then black, then I got a couple of Spanish kids or whatever. Hell yeah. Well, how nice. many children do you have? I got six. Nice. See, that's a, the man, he, he knows the, the meaning of life, Danny. Me and you are pipsqueaks. We haven't produced a a, a, a birth. Yeah, we haven't yeah. created life. Uh-huh. You got to get you one, man. This is great. And Thank the great you, thing man. is, ac- we do have to get one. According to Charles Darwin, you know, uh-huh. the father of the theory of evolution, uh-huh. life, your success in life is defined by how many of your kids are out there making their own kids mm. so that the Chauncey seed goes on throughout the oh sands my, of time. Uh-huh. Those are the ones that I know of, but I'm, oh my goodness, it's probably <laughs> maybe double it, maybe double it. It's probably so many more. Because when I was coming up, my thing was I, it was it was the dang thing, and I was doing Damn. it a lot. Chauncey, which of your kids do you think is going to have the most kids? Which one of your children is the biggest pimp? Uh, my daughter. Damn. Wow. Yeah. It takes a big man to admit that the daughter is going to have the most yeah, my kids. Daughters are, my daughters are, they, 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 they with it. Women, beautiful girls can be pimps they, too, they, man. They're workers and they, they like me. They, they, they like me. They Hell like, yeah. In that, in that sexual way, they're like, mm-hmm. wow. female me. Well, that's very progressive they're of Chauncey to think that yeah. way. Yeah. They're, they're sexually, and then they're like you sexually. What does that mean, Chauncey? What are you like sexually? No. Gotta have it. You gotta, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Wow, this is a healthy man. Oh yeah, yeah, gotta have it. How do you get it? It just comes. Uh, you know, I, I earned, I earned my spot. It's, sure, it just comes. Now it comes. What's it the comes. What's the secret to earning your spot? We talk about this a lot on the show. Whether or not young men should prioritize being broke and living at their parents' house, but going and chasing pussy every night, or building up a life for themselves and letting the pussy. Come. It sounds like you like the second strategy. Yeah, well, well it started, it kind of started with being a broke-ass nothing motherfucker for a long time. Yeah, and the wanting, seeing all the bitches and wanting them and wondering how the fuck can I have one of those. Yeah. And yep. then leaving the, uh, the, the illicit substances that mm-hmm. I was putting in my body alone and my head clearing up hmm. and like and all coming to me like wow wow you know yeah there they go you know and, and, and you work out the bugs and then damn and then then your name gets around you might not think your name gets around a lot of mm-hmm. people think oh no nobody know me every fucking body knows your ass damn. you know what i'm saying when you start damn. yeah you put in the work and and yeah. uh, you start performing well it adds up but i yeah. love what you said about the alcohol we we have a friend that we were just talking about about like letting go of the alcohol man because mm-hmm. It really is kind of, it's it's detrimental to his life. But you see, basically, Chauncey, you're telling me you got a ton more pussy after you let the alcohol go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, I'm working on 12 years cleaning sober. Bam. That's awesome, yeah. And these two guys, they can't put down the weed. Yeah, what do you, th- what oh, do you think shit. about the weed? Uh, weed is great. My daughter <laughs> has a strain out. Yeah, the weed is fine. Weed, weed is fine. Uh, you still get pussy <laughs> on weed. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, weed is wonderful. You, well, Chauncey, you just uh, finalized another no, lifetime of stone. Every now and then. <laughs> but Chauncey himself doesn't smoke that much. Yeah, I might let a little bit go up my nose every once in a while. He's California sure. sober, Leo. Yeah, he can still, yeah, he can still yeah, fuck around yeah, with the flower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we watch the clip? Flowers. Yeah, we can watch the clip again. Let's watch the clip. So just back it up a little Chauncey, bit. you know this video got a lot of views, man. How many views does this video get? Uh, I think it's got uh, a little over 300,000. 300,000 views. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got, Let's, Chauncey, check you yeah, out. About 300,000 views. You're one of those guys who gets off sexually when you light a fire. You can hear it, Chauncey, if you put the headphones on. Oh, yeah, yeah, put the headphones. Yeah, those right there, and you can hear it. Yeah. It'll help you yeah, here. You're gonna like it. You kill it. Uh, yeah. 
There we go. Masturbate to it? No. There are people that do that. Like I mean, yeah, I, I knew my, my buddy Fred. He would actually pull love up. masturbating in the fryers. One time he did it in front of everyone at, at a campfire, and it was really disturbing because there was a lot of women there and children. Hey, baby, what's up, man? Yeah. Neighborhood pimp. What's up, brother? Neighborhood pimp. White boy Rick right here. Good to meet you, man. Hey, you know how to make an entrance. You get a lot of put, my man. Oh, yeah. Rich, what is the secret to being the biggest pimp on Skid Row? Yeah, seriously. Consistency. Hey, you hear that? You're an idol of mine now. Forever. This place is sick, dude. This place is livened up. I love it. What's up, baby? We got a couple of Yeah, Chauncey Famous. Hey, you girls looking for a pimp? Hey, you looking for a pimp? We got three good choices right here. Look at you guys, man. That's hilarious. You can press pause on that. Damn, dude, we had so much fun this day. That was hilarious. Chauncey, what'd you think of that? I want that. <laughs> how, how can I, you got that on YouTube? Yeah, yeah it's, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube well, we'll send you the link. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you the link. I'll do. I'll do it right now if you want. Yeah, man. It's got I'll do it right after the pod. views. People love it. Uh, I should get some money somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, some money. hey, uh, come out and film with us again, man. I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll fucking don't, man. We'll, we'll help you out we'll for sure, man. We'll get some money for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. But yeah, you killed it, man. So thank you for being in the vid for real. Yeah, I got, I got a couple more cars that look nice like that. Hell nice, yeah. man. When did you come over from uh, New York to LA? I've been, I've been, well, shit. Boom, 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 boom. Last time I was in LA, I left in 87. Okay. From downtown. All right. Yeah, I did. We did a. I did a video. I was in a video with Stephen Wonder. Oh shit! Downtown. It's, it's on YouTube right now. And oh. uh, uh, I left. I wasn't doing too well mentally. You know, mm -hmm. the dope was like kicking me around. Then mm -hmm. back to New York. Then I went to Denver. La, 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 what blah, blah, what dope in particular, Chauncey? Um, the white girl. Mm. Cocaine. Yeah. The rich man's drug. Uh. Yeah. So, um, I think one of your bitches man, is calling. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but after that, you know, what happened, I came back out of here in 2010, mm -hmm. fucked around for a couple of years, went to jail for about 13, 14 months. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I was in jail, I was in, uh, rehabilitative dorms and, you know, working and mm -hmm. rehabilitating my, myself mm -hmm. nice. with their help and, you know, a lot of prayer and shit and, and just Do you find God in jail? No, I've been there, God. Mm -hmm. I just been fucking up. You know. Mm -hmm. God is with you all over the place. You know, yeah. you, you, you can't yeah. find him. He's there, we're right there. Yeah. We're all sinners. We you all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a big religious situation, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I do uh love God. And uh Yeah, we he do just too. he just gave me the strength and now when I got out I just the first day I got out I almost relapsed. The first day after that I was like you're not strong enough to be around them people, bro. Stay away from them people. Mm -hmm. With all that shit in their hands and blowing in the air. Yeah. And then after I realized that, I've been cool ever since. Nice. Yeah. It's been, life's you know, been a lot better? Night and day. Yeah. Night and day. I would never have that car. None of that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd have been, you know. I, I was downtown with shopping carts, man. They want <laughs> ice to sell. I mean, come on, man. Fucked up. Yeah. Got out of jail from, from a shopping cart to a challenger. Yeah, there it is. You, Do you have ever, a challenger too, Leo, don't you? I have a challenger too. It's not, challenger, as, it's not as nice. Yeah, yeah it's not as nice I, as yours. But I love my challenger. I just, it's big. I love it too. It's wide. It's inside. wide. Exactly. We need. I mean, we're big men. We yeah. need some we space. Need it room. is. It is yeah. nice for a big dude. Yeah. I was going. I had the Avenger. 
Then oh, okay. Before that, I had the, uh, oh, fuck that, that old one. Mm-hmm. But, so, no. I would have got a faster one if I would have known. But I didn't know. I just wanted to challenge it. Yeah. So, and it fit the price range. I was like, okay. And then they got the hand me, okay, yeah. But I didn't know they had the nine this and then that and the move and wow. I would have got one of the fast ones. Mm. You know, the Hellcat? Chauncey, his favorite thing about the Challenger is he loves to take a girl into a dark parking lot <laughs> and he loves to get her to give him oral. Right, right. It's a good car for head. It's, it's a good, good car, car for head. You've gotten head in the Challenger, Johnson? Absolutely. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Maybe I need a Challenger, Leaning man. I think you man. do, man. Chauncey. Great, great uh, head car. Great. Great head car. Great head Is there, car. you know, on U.S. News and World Report, they rank cars by safety and by the interiors. Nah. I think they need a head category. Head, head category and fuck, and fuck category. A fuck category is important. Definitely yeah. fuck category. Like a Suburban's probably the best for fucking. Or Escalade. Yeah. Or maybe an Escalade. Tahoe's. A Tahoe's. Tahoe would be great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I got Escalade. Mm-hmm. You got an Esky? No. Yeah, I, I saw, call I them saw, Eskies, dude. Yeah, the nice. Esky out front. He's got the Esky, dude. Damn, that's a fuck truck right there. <laughs> that is a <laughs> fuck truck. It's a fuck truck. That's huh? a fuck truck. Absolutely. Chauncey, Absolutely. being such a pimp, man, you ever kind of think like, man, maybe am I going to end up alone? You know what I mean? Or like, don't give a shit about that. You don't give a shit about it. No, because alone is good. Mm-hmm. I love my alone. I love me. I'm me in a room together. We have a great time. There it is. There's a TV set and fucking bag of popcorn. He's important. Ah. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. You know, I mean, I mean, because I got the kid, the kids are there. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the seed. So shit, mm-hmm. well, you know. You don't call need a bitch up every once in a while. They they always calling me. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know the, the kind of, the kind of person that you are attracts women. Mm-hmm. You know, so then they, they I think they smarter than us. So they like they, where's the motherfucker at? They gonna call you? Yeah, yeah. Then you say, well, come over. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Do you still talk to any of your baby mamas, Chauncey? One of them just passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, rest so in peace. So yeah. But my other one, barely, 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 mm-hmm. barely. And one of them, my oldest son, his mother, I don't think I've talked to her since the 80s. Damn. You know, she just, and yeah, now I talk to him all the time and his new wife. And yeah, she's, I was kind of crazy back then. And I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her. You ever think about, um, you know, rekindling that just to just, no, really? <laughs> you know, might be just leave it. No in the more past. rekindles. What do you just say? Forge ahead. Forge ahead. I was gonna say, what do you? What are your thoughts on the past? Like you just let Fuck it. Leave that. Fuck them. They can't take a joke. Right. Fuck them. I mean, yeah. I gotta go that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, well, what can I do? If I get the chance to say, say something to one of them, is there anything I can do uh, for you? Uh, can I help out a situation? What can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I make up for some of that shit? Maybe. Right. No. All right. Right. There's no. nothing you could do at this point. No, no. Got to move forward, man. You know, yeah. like that's why people are so fucked up. They hold on to this shit from the past, man. Come on, knock it off. Yeah, yeah. Knock it off, man. Live your life. You know, man, it's funny to life. see these brothers. They really need to hear this, Chauncey, because they're always bringing up like things that they each did to each other in the past. Yeah. I mean, there's this one thing that uh, Dino did to Austin that's absolutely horrendous that he did to him when he was 19 years old. That yeah. Don't really talk you about, know, but. it was a cold October night, Halloween, mm-hmm. and Dino thought it would be really funny to wipe his ass on Austin's <laughs> pillow. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? But Tino just can't let it go. He brings it up at least once or twice a week. Well, and Austin will not forgive him. He just really? won't. Well, Austin, you got to let go of the past, man. Hey, 
you know, <laughs> and that that could be a lesson in there too. You know, uh, was was did it, did you like? Did it smell good? Did it smell bad? <laughs> was there anything you liked about it, yeah, Austin? Yeah, be honest you gotta, now. Got to check yourself on that one. You know, you got to keep it positive, man. Yeah, uh, was there something uh, positive that you liked about it? It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, that, that, avoid it. So yeah. do everything you can do to avoid them kind of situations. Yeah, man. And it's, check your pillows. Right. And, and move knock forward. It over, and I guess lock your door at night, too, because Dino will come in there. I think he, yeah. he had the shits from eating too many Tootsie Rolls. Oh, oh it, the Tootsie Roll shit. Oh, that's, oh, that's been there? Oh, he's been that's there. That's, that's thick. No, it that's is. a yeah. thick shit, dude. <laughs> thick one. That is a thick one, dude. And Dino's oh a Tootsie God. Roll fiend, and that oh, it reflected in the consistency of the poop. So, Chauncey, around the holidays... Does it get like, uh, do you got to make some decisions where you're going to go? Yeah. It's like either what, who's Thanksgiving, who's Christmas? Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's hard. But you got, but but having a lot of family is better than having not a lot of family. Yeah. You know, like having yeah. a, a, like I only got my direct family and that's it. And it's kind of, you know. I like to disappoint a lot of people and just go to somebody that doesn't think I'm ever going to come. Go to them. <laughs> nice. I like yeah. that. That's yeah, nice. Other people, I know he's coming. You know, that's sort of my, when I was single, that was my mindset in a bar. It's like, yeah, I can go talk to one of the girls who's a seven or an eight, or I can make a beeline for the three and give her the best <laughs> night of her life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's legs spread, ready to go. You know? Oh, yeah. Take down the heifer. And she never thinks I'm coming. You know? Chauncey, you, you, you've gotten in the sack with some threes in your day? Still do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Love yeah, yeah I love them. Yeah, <laughs> they get all. They get it all. They oh all yeah, you need anything. In the back of the Escalade? Not the Escalade. Yeah, uh, the threes, they're not. They're not good. You enough. gotta hide the threes. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta get in somewhere. You gotta hide the threes. Yeah, so, yeah. so Chauncey, when we saw you on Skid Row that day, what were you doing out there? Were I you worked downtown. I, I I lived right on that block for like the last, uh, five years prior to the last two years. I just I just moved from down there. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I lived right on that, right down the street, right on the same block we was on, like nice. right across um, St. Julian. That built the first building right there. People are pretty cool down there, man. We were nah, it depends. There, there were people <laughs> we ran into were fucking nice as shit that yeah. day. It was a strange. They thought you guys was gonna give away something at the end of the speech. <laughs> Maybe, nah, huh? They yeah. were looking to Maybe cash my pants on some dollar bills or something. <laughs> hey, my guy. Nah. <laughs> White boy Rick, man. Pocket full of hundreds. Yeah, I love them. They're my, they're, they're my, they're my cohorts. I, I mean, I'm down there every day. I just came from down there. Huh? Yeah. I work down there. I'm an HIV recruiter down there. Okay. You're a what? HIV recruiter. Okay. You you give people HIV? No, <laughs> no not no. even. Uh, uh, I take them to get a test, and they get a gift card. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. If they, if they sign up for the medication that you can take to help prevent it in you, they get two gift cards. Nice. Ooh. So I, t you know, they, 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 I'm, you know, I'm that guy down there. I know where all the they hired me because I used, I used to live there, mm -hmm. and I know all the homeless pockets. There's like pockets of homelessness. It's like what, what, not just right where you see that. <laughs> right. There's under bridges and different streets and all the streets. Damn. Mm -hmm. And you know, you and, and I was. Walking, so I walked around everywhere, and I know everybody. There's still people out there that have been out there five, ten years before I got there, and mm -hmm. they're still out there. Damn. Now you, uh, you when you say you used to live there, were you homeless? No, I lived in. Oh, uh, in, in the, in, uh, the one of the buildings right there. Gotcha. So you know yeah. the area well. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so I like this. See, so you're trying to make sure that people who have HIV get the care they need. Absolutely. And then, how many people that you take in to get tested actually end up having HIV? Half. Damn. So is wow. it mostly like drug use? Mm -hmm. gotcha. Damn. A lot of HIV I going around. Half. I can't say half. No, no. half. I, I, 
I want to say half of right now. Not one half. of every three, maybe. One out of one out of five. One out of five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's scary. Is there something you look for in the people you're bringing in? Do you look for track marks? Do you look for needles before you make the decision? Absolutely. Look like look for. Do you want to go get a gift card so I can get paid on your? <laughs> yeah, there it is. But still, I mean, one in five. It's not like you're wasting anybody's time. It sounds like no, a yeah. lot of people you're no, actually helping you, out here. Because usually, when you look at it like that in the business way, they they kind of them kind of people need money. Yeah, right. kind of people need a, a a gift card so they can sell it for half. They 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 mm-hmm. need it. And so you you, you kind of don't look at it like you really trying to be um the mother Teresa guy mm-hmm. but you know hey you want to go make some money go get this and usually they're like yeah 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 those are the ones yeah see i think it, maybe attractive. it's because it's like you meet so many of these guys there's a lot of sad stories out there so if you right. get to know them too much you got to just yeah. kind of detach yeah. yourself and make it more of yeah. a business sort of deal yeah. with like you know it's yeah. just because you know all the rest of this shit i don't give a fuck about that Right. They want they want that gift card. They're gonna they're gonna take it to the place and buy something to sell it. They're gonna sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they might just use it for what you know you need to use it for. You know? Right. You know? Yeah. It's. I don't judge at all. You mm-hmm. know, I love them all, and they love me, and we just leave it like that. So and I respect them. So Chauncey, you're saying that some of the people are going to the gift card. Is it for? Is it for food? It's it's Target. Target. Okay. Whatever Target got. So whatever Target this got. Is, yeah, it's a problem with people who are addicted to fentanyl, heroin, meth, or whatever. They will go into Target, and they will buy a bunch of stuff that they think is valuable, and then sell it, and then buy drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's tough. There's nothing you can do about that, though. Johnson gets paid either way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. How much are the gift cards for? 20 bucks. 20 nice. bucks? Go get tested for HIV? I do. Yeah, that's something. And then Absolutely. if they get on the HIV medication, they get another gift card? Another 20 bucks. How many of them? They probably... Except the HIV medication. I wonder how many of them stick to it, though, and take it regularly. Half. Damn. And so half of them are going to get AIDS and die. Well, yeah, because now it's very treatable, but they have to be diligent about taking the pills every day. I I think it's it's amazing, the the medical um, things that they got going now. Oh, man, it is. You'll be surprised. Yeah. It's almost like. The only way you die is really if you really just want to die. Yeah, that's right. Other than that, you can shot up, pill something, pill something, bring you right back to life. Damn, yeah. it's crazy. So nobody's really worried about that shit. So it's all about partying and trying to find somewhere to live. Right. And trying to find something to fuck, some trying to of, find something to drink. There it is. It's, it's, you know. They got simple kind of needs, right? Yeah, just yeah, fuck, all, get off uh, on fentanyl or, or alcohol. It's a very simple. Get hot. Get high, yeah. get something to eat, lay it out. And, yeah, exactly. And Chauncey, I want to know if you have any warnings for people like Dino here. Dino likes to troll Skid Row late at night mm-hmm. and look for streetwalkers. He yeah. never wears a condom. He goes to Fig, Figaro. You know about Figueroa? Of course. Yeah. And goes there. I just, I'm worried, Dino, with those one in five positivity rates that Chauncey's encountering. I worry that you're going to become positive too, if you're not already. Yeah. And I mean, we know that you don't like, I mean, you always, your favorite quote, you go, what's the, you know, what's the same, what's the similarity between heroin and condoms? And I go, what do you know? And you go, I don't mess with either of them. Yeah. You know, that's his okay. big, that's like, his yeah, thing. That's and, his, he's always, that's his saying, his well, tagline. And then he's, he's got it. this other one. Like he, uh-huh. his theory is if a stripper or a hooker is on her period, he says, if she's on the rag, lose the bag. 
Right. Oh my God. And he just takes the condom off and fucks that's, her because she can't get that's pregnant. That's having your red wings. If you guys have red wings, that's Oh, that's yeah. Minimal. He gets those, too, yeah. on Fig. <laughs> he gets those red wings. <laughs> red wings, I got mine by accident. Right? Nice. <laughs> Let me, me tell you how. Yeah, let's hear about this. Yeah. What? How old were you, Chauncey? Uh, 22. Nice. It's a good age. So I just had got my own apartment, and it was nice one bedroom with no nothing in it but a refrigerator and some mm-hmm. old shit, some Hell clothes. Yeah. So we come from the club, me and the chick come from the club, you know, we lay on a on the on the carpet and go at it. Hell yeah. And she gets up, gets on the car, she leaves. And I get up and I take a shower. I come back out look on the carpet. This is beige carpet. Oh. I see a red spot. Oh. A little red spot. And I'm like, wait a minute, because I was eating that shit up for a minute. I didn't know. We were both drunk as fuck. Yeah. And it didn't it, I mean, it, it was it was Delicious. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like regular pussy. Yeah. Like, you know, you know. I never stood that when guys are weird about having sex with a girl in her period. She can't get pregnant, dude. If anything, yes. that's the time yeah. you want to hook up with a chick. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, one time I, 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 I fucked a chick and she was on a period. She was like, she was telling me, I said, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Right? So we got into the cover and I'm knocking, knocking, knocking. Got through. So she got up and I, Move the covers on. It looked like someone had got like murdered in the bed. Oh yeah, <laughs> been there. I was like, oh shit. It, it looked like Austin's pillowcase, but that was shit instead of blood. That was crazy. Hit. So I was. I'm since then I've been kind of like a little bit more careful with it. But you know, Chauncey, yeah. I, I like that you. You're in an apartment. There's just a refrigerator in there. You're fucking on the floor, but you're so confident in yourself uh-huh. that you don't feel insecure about that. Because a lot of times now, so I'm single for the first time in, uh-huh. in three years. Last time I was single, I was in my 20s, but now I'm in my 30s. And I feel like a chick wants me to have like art and flowers and vases and the whole place to be immaculately decorated. And that's not what my apartment looks like right now. Yeah. And I'm feeling a little insecure that my place needs to look better. But I like what you're telling me, uh-huh. which is like, hey, take it or leave it, baby. This yeah. is my place. Yeah, we're just trying to get in somewhere and fuck. We ain't trying to goddamn me uh, do nothing else. That's right. Nothing else. Not even eat. I ain't got no food in the refrigerator. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got a key, place. Be shut in. Nobody can look at us. Nice. This is a That's question. What I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have a question for you, Chauncey, because I, I get a lot of questions from guys, uh, our fans, about like how to pull women, how to get girls, how to be a pimp and stuff. And you know, I, I get, I help them and stuff. But the truth, the truth is that the, I feel like the black man has mastered the game the most, right? I mean, I, I've the biggest pimps. A lot of the biggest pimps I've known have been black and stuff. Do you guys? My dad, though did teach me kind of how to talk to girls growing up. He would show me movies, pause movies and stuff. Did you have any guidance from like a, a your father or a, or somebody in your life that taught you how to talk to girls? Because that's the kind of what I've seen in the in the community, like a lot of our fans that are white, like they never talk to their dad about getting chicks. They never, they don't have a mentor that ever tells them what to do so they don't know. You know, they got to figure it out all on, 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 on their own in college or whatever. But how did you learn how to be a pimp? I hung out a lot. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of clubbing. Just hung rats. on a lot and watch a lot of motherfuckers fuck up. There it is. You watch yeah. the guys make the mistakes in front of you. Yes. Yeah. What's the biggest mistake a guy can make? Overconfidence. Mm-hmm. Overconfidence. Just where you you come off. As, wow. Yeah. Because because because, I mean, real pimps or real motherfuckers that's pimpish 
or or, or, or players, mm-hmm. they ain't really all over no bitch like like oh like whining and shit and mm-hmm. trying to buy all that stuff. They don't do that. They don't have to do that. Okay. So So when you do that, you you, you set yourself up for fucked up shit. Are you Damn. a basketball fan? Kind of sort of. I had a buddy who he called that putting the full court press on a bitch. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah. loved that. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, when you're in the bar and you're all over and you're in her ear, she goes to the bathroom, you follow her, another guy tries to talk to her, you start boxing him out. That's the full court press, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hands up. You're boxing him out. That's yeah. the full court motherfucking press, dude. And yeah. chicks hate it. Yeah. But they hate that shit. They hate that but shit. I, Did you let them come to you? I like, I like what you're saying, though, about the reps, man. Just going out and watching and just learning from others, but then getting those reps in yourself. I mean, obviously, not every time you're going to close. I mean, you... you, you you feel like you've what were you say was your prime pimping years? Right 30, now, motherfucker. 30s, 30s. The thirties? Nah, the thirties are nice. Yeah, right dude. now it's low key. Yeah, it's low key. Because, yeah, because yeah. you know, you have you have a lot of more responsibilities when you get older, so you can't Yeah. You want when you want women to take it more serious than just like a player like type motherfucker. But they know what they sign up for, but you let them know. Yeah. Hey, this is you know, let's try to be friends and mm-hmm. do this shit moving, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, 30s. 30s was a good time. 30s yeah. was, oh, fuck. <laughs> what was going on in the 30s? Was it the Studio 54 New York days? No, no. It was, I think I was in the 30s in Denver. You are in Denver? Denver. Mm. Denver. So, wow, man. Denver, yeah, yeah. Just, there's a lot of ladies in Denver. I mean, it's, it's a well-known Denver's fact. Shit. Yeah. There was a shit. What was wow. going on in Denver? What was yeah. your scene like out there? White woman. <laughs> Beautiful white woman it's, that yeah. dealt with black men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They dealt with us, and it was like it was, wow, <laughs> wow. The, the the shapes, the way they looked, uh-huh. yeah. Compared to, cause there was there, there was an old joke that uh, uh somebody brought up and said that uh, black guys and they a white girl they, they don't give a fuck what she looked like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fat out of shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just I got me a white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not me. Not no, you. Man. Not me. Because he's a true I, pimp. Yeah, I, I I love beautiful things, and if I can't have them, I just pass and mm-hmm. go to the next one and see if I can't get that beautiful thing. There it is. You know, it's many, a numbers game, like I always say. How many mm-hmm. chicks do you think you fucked while you were living in Denver? Oh my god, <laughs> quite a few, quite a few. Thank God I was I was you know protect. I, I was I I had boxes. I used to buy like cases of fucking magnums. Oh, well, yeah. Of course, of course, they're magnums, dude. Of course, they're magnums. If you were wondering, I've been fucking blowing up another one. I would fuck play with them because I had so many. I yeah. thought you were gonna say Trojans, but magnums. Nah, nah, of course, yeah, they gotta yeah. be magnums. You know, you know, magnums. You know, so quite a few. Wow. Can I be honest about my experience with magnums? Sure, man. It's been a while since I was wearing condoms, but mm-hmm. when I was single, I would wear. I would not need magnums, but I could wear magnums. Mm. And they worked out because if you wear regular size condoms, they bunch up at the tip of your dick mm-hmm. and your dick like goes into the reservoir tip and it steals your boner and it makes it go away. Right, 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 right. I could rock magnums and it was better and my cock was harder, but sometimes like if I was thrusting too aggressively, maybe one out of every six chicks, the condom would just slide off, dude. Oh, damn. It would just slide. I'm not ready for the magnums. Yeah. I need something between regular and Magnum, okay? Trojan's well, good. Trojan's good. Yeah. Trojan's Tro- good. We need a Trojan, like, medium-large, okay? Can we get yeah. the Trojan medium-large? Slightly cool- above average. Yeah, can we get, like, maybe not a Magnum. Maybe, like, we'll call it the Trojan 45. 
You know, the 45. Yeah. The, yeah. the Trojan 38. You know, it's like it's a higher caliber than the regular, what but it's not the Magnum. Magnum Light. Would you do, Would you ever fuck with the Magnum? Would you Would you fuck with that Magnum Light? I, I don't like that because light. <laughs> that's insulting. And, and, and no. thin and thin count and thin uh, like skin feeling. I don't. I, I can't. No. Why no. don't you like that, that Chauncey? Rips. Dude. It rips. Oh, dude, yeah. Chauncey might have a hammer on him. But yeah. I mean, what you could. Uh, I mean, what's <laughs> another kid, dude? If you get a seventh kid, that's badass. Seven's yeah, a lucky man. number. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about. <laughs> I was, well, matter really? of fact, I have uh, someone proposing to me. Um, they're getting ready to have uh, their self prepared to have mm-hmm. another child. Mm-hmm. They want to use mine. Oh, shit. They don't want me to hit it. They want me to use it. They just want to use uh, the sperm. Tell them that's not how it's going to work. Nah. Chauncey's <laughs> going to fucking hit that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you tell them, you know uh, who I am? I, I'm, 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 I'm leaning towards doing it. Chauncey, what if we did this? What if we slipped Dino's jizz into the cup? And then ah! <laughs> 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 you like that idea? Like that. Like Just that. a fucking white baby, dude. Yeah. He's got a big cock. He does have that going for him. <laughs> kind of a low IQ, though, so you don't want that. Chauncey, so, uh, what, what makes you happy nowadays, man? Life. It's life. Hell man. yeah. Yeah, just the bad shit, the, the good shit. The, mm-hmm. I do a lot of I do a lot of philanthropic type shit. Nice man. So you know, you know, just everything, man. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't take stuff too too serious, but I take it very serious. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't take shit too serious. Like okay. Yeah, you say you just wait. You're just waking up and 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 being grateful that we're alive. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, we get to yeah, live man, another day. Man, we we we. we we missed a massive, massive fucking, I think, plotted fucking murder scam by somebody trying to murder us all. Yep. Yeah, COVID. You know, when I'm looking at my, I got this little thing called the box, and it's it's like a fire stick from hell. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you you have everything on it. Oh, I've and heard about the I box. Go, I go down, I go down, yeah. go down the, 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 the moving venue, and it's like 2020, zero movies. Mm-hmm. Like, no movie was made in 2020. I think one. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, well, that's a, that's a seven hundred something that year. This is that that year's down, you know, two thousand twenty. One movie, motherfucker. They were wow. trying to kill us. They were. Yeah, well, we was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, man. Like, the pharmaceuticals, whatever it was, yeah, it, 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 it was, was wild. What shit, happened? But we made it through. That's that. That's what counts. We all made it and, through. And just you know, it's still floating around, but it's not as bad. And mm-hmm. and the herd immunity, I I, I kind of kind of believe that a little bit now because yeah. You know, because I think a lot of us are immune to it. I got the shit when it was Corona. I got it too. The, yeah, right at the beginning, he got yeah. it too. I got Delta. I got fucked up. The Delta man. was bad. He it got a, it fucked him up. Yeah. Yeah, I had to have an ablation. Okay, oh. damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, but you th- you got through it, man. Thank I got God. Through that shit. Yeah. No, no, no tricky beats. So I was, I'm good. Hell yeah. Then the, I I was gonna say three things I never wanted to go wrong with my body. My eyes. My heart and my dick. <laughs> I knew the dick was going to be on that yeah, list somewhere. Yeah. I wasn't completely expecting it, but I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot for not for not expecting it. So, Chauncey, you were cool with losing your sense of taste and smell when you had COVID, but that that fucking dick had better no, still been working yeah, the whole time. Yeah, motherfucker. Wake up. Were you fucking when you had COVID? No, I, I waited right afterwards. <laughs> that was yeah. responsible of you. Yeah, right afterwards. Yeah, because I didn't know what was going on with that shit. Yeah. Then I, I had to. Well, while I, I was I was fucking in recovery, uh-huh. yeah, I was still recovering from. It. I was still kind of beat up. And, nice, 
I was knocking it down. Were you, just to be safe, wearing a COVID mask while you were fucking the bitch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think she was what it was. <laughs> Whatever, as long did. as somebody's protected. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. You got uh you got a yeah. mask on big Chauncey, you got a magnum on little Chauncey, dude. Yeah, <laughs> going to, go. to work, baby. Yeah, put him up, bitch. Put him fucking up. <laughs> you know, Chauncey, we got is Ratic Ralph coming in today? He was supposed to, but he hasn't hit me up. I mean, should we just call him and tell him Chauncey's a cop? Yeah, why not? That's hilarious. <laughs> so we got this guy in our squad. He's a uh, he's a white boy. His name's Rat Dick Ralph. He's terrified of the fucking police, and he thinks everybody who he doesn't know is a cop. And we thought, uh, is he responding to you? No, yeah, he, he just said he couldn't make it because he's trying to make money. I don't know. He just was like, where to call? Because he, he, he wanted his friends on the pod because he's super scared. But don't say that. No, yeah, we're not going to tell him. Yeah. We're just going to be like, rat dick. Shit, I'll just, I'll tell him, I'll, I'll tell him I'm a cop. That's creepy. I'll tell him I'm a cop. Yeah, dude, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I can get my voice going. Yeah. yeah, we got you, Chauncey. No problem, man. We don't want you going Why back to, answer? The, to the yeah. row when people are thinking you're a cop. <laughs> I'll leave a message. Uh, no, leave a message. Yeah, I'll leave a message, dude. All right, we'll call him back. Yeah. This guy, so, he's, he's really fucked up most of the day, Chauncey. He's on a lot of mushrooms, drinks a lot. Good shit. Plenty of dabs. So you taking some mushrooms? Oh, yeah. I used to fuck with mushrooms. What, yeah. what kind of drugs have you tried besides? Pretty much all of them. All right. The coke, <laughs> was, was the coke just fun because you could just keep going through partying through the whole night, basically? Probably so. Yeah. You can just well, keep once, going with really it. I never thought about it, but because, you know, once you get hooked, then it's like, mm-hmm. fuck what is the purpose. Right. It's like, let's go. Oh, uh, he doesn't even, he doesn't have it set up. That's annoying, yeah. man. I was prepared. Yeah, it's all right. Ah! Yeah. It was a fun. It was a fun. I can't say I had a bad time the whole time I was fucking my life up. Yeah, had a that's, lot of fun. That's the thing is all the bad decisions I made in my twenties. I don't regret because it's pretty fun to look back on those memories. Yeah. And I was doing some crazy shit, and I was an asshole a lot of the times. And I, I, uh, I feel bad because I know I mistreated people, and I do seek spiritual forgiveness for those things. Cool. But at the same time. It was a hell of a lot more fun than staying home reading my Bible. So I'm glad that I can repent now. And yeah, uh, Shia LaBeouf said something really cool on a pod one time. He said that uh, all the saints that uh, you know are now sainted, obviously, in the, in the Bible and so on, were all huge fuck-ups before they were Even saints. Saint Sebastian? And they got pussy, dude. Saint uh-huh. Sebastian in particular? Look, Saint Sebastian oh, specifically Jesus. was a real pussy hound. Dude. You know, he, he's the guy who got tied to a stick and they shot him full of arrows. Wow, dude. Well, you know, Look, might have been banging somebody's wife. Jesus, Jesus' partners, all them dudes, them dudes were fucked up. Yeah, they were fucked up. One of them right in the mouth, shit, fucking. You know, I know. Yeah, uh, still pardon that guy. Man, fuck that guy, dude. I know. That goddamn Judas, dude. I'd like to go Judas back. Is scary. If, if, if us three right now had the uh, ability to go back and beat the shit out of Judas, just scary. Pack him out. Yeah, we pack yeah. out Judas. Yeah. Oh pack my him god, out, dog. dude! What if we made a movie where mm-hmm. it was me, you, and Chauncey, <laughs> and we go back in time and we pack out Judas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hell yeah! But it's got hell yeah. It's got <laughs> that twenty-one <laughs> Jump Street kind of feel, you know? It's got that twenty-one Jump Street kind of feel. Oh That's my what god, I wanna, dude! Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chauncey's yeah. Ice Cube, dude. Yeah, he's our, he's dude. like our detective boss. Hell yeah! Sets his back there. Hell yeah! So, yeah, Chauncey, you gotta be like motherfuckers. We, we gotta stop Jesus from getting betrayed, <laughs> and so we true. go back I'm and we the first fucking punch. Dude, hell yeah, Chauncey's throwing the first punch, baby. Dude, what do we do? So it's yep. the fuck. It's the Last Supper, 
And instead of catching him in the showers, we catch him when he's like washing Jesus's feet. Yeah, dude. And dude, we just Chauncey <laughs> yeah. just drops a right hand on oh, him. Oh, dude, we take the Holy Grail that Jesus was drinking wine out of. Stop being with He's trying to betray you. And then we take, do we take Judas outside? We take yeah. him to the fucking like the temple with all the Jews and Pontius Pilate's there. We're like, hey, this guy right here says he's the king of the fucking Jews, dude, and it's yeah. Judas, and they crucify <laughs> Judas's ass. Hell. They walk yeah. him up the mountain, dude. It'd be cool to like get come back into real time and then like read uh, read Bible about ourselves in the Bible and shit. Oh, like, dude, oh, we'd, dude. we'd be in the Bible. We'd dude. be in the Bible. What? Do we read about ourselves? Oh man. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, we having a meeting. I'm on my way. I gotta go. I'll see you next time. Chauncey, you can get out of here whenever you want, my man. That's pimp business, right okay. there. That is pimp business. That's how it goes. I don't want to get between you and pimp business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, well, Chauncey. All right. What was your favorite <laughs> disco song? Uh, Donna Summers uh, uh, on the radio. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, on the radio. Oh, I love that shit. Mm, is that a good one, one Liam? It yeah. is a good one. I do know how it goes. Sing it. Oh, on the radio. Let's put it on, dude. Well, I can't hey, do it's it gonna any get, justice. You're going to copyright strike the video, so you want to kiss your AdSense <laughs> yeah. goodbye? Yeah, I can't do I like, uh, what about Do the Hustle? Do the Hustle. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, uh, I'm such a white boy. I like me my Rolling Stones. Miss you, dude. Well, and they had some good. They, they, the Rolling Stones had some good Stone. disco, huh? I fuck with all of it. I, I seen, I seen Ozzy. And I seen Ozzy twice. I seen uh, um, was Iron Maiden once. I seen Blue Oyster Cult. Damn, wow. I seen fucking Pat Benatar like three wow. times. You yeah. got eclectic taste. Any kind of music yeah. you're down for. I fucking, uh, yeah, I grew up, man. I'm from New York, man. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. Um, Were you a Yankee fan by chance or a Met fan? None of that Neither. shit. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> How are the streets in New York in the 70s? People just beating the shit out of each other? Mm, pretty much. Nice. Wild, huh? Have you been back to New York recently? No, I'm going in August. Hell yeah. That's yeah, man, we I want to go back. We did a we went to New York and did a video like years ago and it was what's well, honestly a really fun video. I love New York, man. Yeah, we, we should, should go, go back, back this summer. Dude. We really should. Mm. If we can, bro, that'd be dope. I, I, yeah, we, no, we, we it was fun. Hit Harlem? Hit up hit up Harley, yeah. Yeah. Oh, go to Harlem? Yeah. 40, yeah. Uh, 40 Edward 40 hands in Harlem. Let's do it, dude. 125th Street, Lexington Avenue. Damn. That's a spot? That's a spot. What's gonna happen to us if we go there? Him and I with 40s duct taped to our hands. And until we finish them, that's the, you know. You're going to look like everybody else. Hell <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yes. And they're going to embrace uh, us like brothers. Yeah, my dad, uh, he was scrapping every day, though. Uh, he was fighting every single day when he was growing up in Astoria, though. Was that, were you, were you in a lot of fights when you were a kid, too? Every fucking day. Every day, everybody man. What? That's crazy, man. So many people. Somebody's going to be pissed off at you about something. Right. I, I can't remember one day in my life growing up that somebody wasn't after me. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. wild. What yeah. is it, What is that anxiety? How do you get over that anxiety? Like, you just kind of say, like, they ain't going to catch me, you know? No, or? you just stay away as long as you can, and then when it happens, you just get down. Right. You just avoid it as much as you can. Right. People yeah. using weapons, or do they go bare fist? Oh, bare fist. Don't like you that. think nowadays the culture, we should kind of, instead of guns, 
fist fight, yeah. right? There would be no fighting. Dude, exactly. That, that's it, would be, it would be peace. peaceful. It'd be peace, we'll right? Shit, oh, a car oh. shitting on a, a, a rock. Yeah, there'd be fighting, but just like the honorable kind, you know, you mm. fight the man, and when he's down on the ground that he doesn't want anymore, you won. It's over. You don't got to hurt him any more than that. Right. Nowadays, with the hip hop, the culture is all about like I'm showing up at your place with a gun because you dissed me publicly. Yeah, it's like what is that? Yeah, that's just whack, dude. In the yeah. '70s, it wasn't like that. It wasn't yeah. like that. No, the music was peaceful, and the, and the people were, you know, they were fighting. The kids, people were fighting, but it wasn't like nobody was going to kill you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which is. It's different now. Nowadays, like I was like my, I mean, you couldn't fight in my high school because you, you know, people, a couple guys would get shot like a year. I would say at mm. least. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what's gratifying that I know about that whole situation is that honestly, everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. This is a group of individuals that are fucking idiots, mm-hmm. but everybody's not like everybody don't right. think like that. You You're know? absolutely right. I, I would hope. So I, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I pray that I gravitate towards the ones that are not like that. They're not I, like that. And if I don't, and they, they, they find out that I, that I ain't fucked up either. Mm-hmm. And I get down too. And then, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever. But they better mm-hmm. not come looking for you while you're fucking, though, right, Chauncey? Uh, absolutely, no. <laughs> better not come and knock it when that bed's big rocking. Mistake. Oh. That's a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My neighbor, my neighbor almost got it. Oh, oh wow! Really? Tried to fuck yeah. with you when you're getting laid? Oh my god, this motherfucker is fucking awesome. Yeah, he just he don't he don't care. But uh, well, yeah. Dino, are you still with your girlfriend? Yeah. Would yeah, you do right. anything? Because he, John C. I'm sorry to tell you this now. He has fucked her on the couch you're sitting on. So, yeah. Uh, it, if I came in and I pulled, it's the love seat. It's the love seat. <laughs> the love That's right, seat. If I came in and I just pulled you out of her, Dino, while you were trying to thrust, <laughs> like I was breaking up two dogs having sex at the dog park, what would you do? We'd have to start fighting, bro. <laughs> You'd fight me over. He's <laughs> fighting. He's one of those cats, dude, and he'd probably use a weapon on me. He would use yeah. a weapon, man. Pick one of these microphones. Yeah, these, microphones. <laughs> these are heavy, man. Hey, this has been a pretty good episode, Leo. I feel like it's a natural place to end. Here. This is a fantastic place to end, Chauncey. Uh, if you want to pitch anything that you want, uh, you know, our guys to follow or anything, social or media, anything you want. Wow, I don't know. I, um... I'm gonna start putting a few things on my mm-hmm. Facebook page, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was telling you, and you were asking me how to, uh, producing a pod. I mean, it's basically mm-hmm. just we pay these guys to like film, and then they upload it for us and shit. So if you want to, you know, ask them, we can get. I'll, I'll give them your number, and you can talk right. about how to do it. But yeah, you could, uh, right. you know, have a podcast. You know, whatever you want to do. It's it's really just Should about I give my card. Yeah, I, I got I, need I got it. your I need card. It. Yeah, give him your card. I got your card. I need yeah. it. Yeah. So just. Uh, Hit, hit my card up on there and and the right. turn it around with the put it on screen. Number. Yeah, oh, yeah. So they, they read the logo on there. Do you got it on like, you yeah. right now? I got one in the car. Oh, okay. in the car. Yeah, I think I got one right. Hold up to the camera right now, Leo. I might have it in here. Let me see. What do you got, dude? Oh, we we can put it up afterwards. Yeah, we'll yeah put, put it up, up afterwards. But for right now, guys. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't, don't matter of fact, don't, don't don't do that. It, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. People yeah. might hit you up, Chauncey. You can yeah, get real yeah. pissed at me, man. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about whatever you want to put in afterwards. But yeah. hey, it's been hey. the Leo and Danny show with Chauncey, the biggest pimp in downtown LA. Show him, Dean. That's Dina. right. We got him on cam. That's Bam. the biggest pimp. That's the biggest pimp right there. <laughs> Great advice we got all day, man. Let's thank God we're alive every day, folks. And check he, out Leo and Friends on Patreon. Hey, heed the words of Chauncey. Wear a condom, Magnum. Hopefully you fit into one. If you don't, you're not a man. Don't get over eager. Don't put that full court press on a bitch. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with a little bit of blood. That's okay? Right. Nothing. Get those red wings, folks. Get, get those, those red, red wings. wings. Get them, baby. <laughs>